What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hi, welcome to Daily Watch Talks 120 and the first one in 2022. Happy New Year, Christian. Happy New Year to everybody, every viewer, every listener and uh, 120, huh? We've done 120 podcasts. It's pretty good. It's, uh, it's quite something. So that at the end of the year, we will be at 170, 180. But I don't know. We, I don't do math well. No, but we also have quite some plans regarding the, 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 the trade show, something to do with uh, that. That could be a different uh, a sequel in our yeah. podcast uh, uh, empire. Yep. But that's, uh, the Daily Watch Talks, of course, will continue every Monday. You and me meet and we Absolutely. discuss whatever yeah. is on our minds in, in terms we of... We are still a little affected by the damn COVID as our usual cameraman is uh, he's right now at home with the COVID. So we can't meet in our usual spots. So this is the third time we will actually do the Daily Watch Talks on a Zoom platform. Thank you, Zoom. Thank you, Zoom. I like it, actually. I also like the, the personal interaction, so we will get back to the studio exactly. as soon as, uh, as everything allows. But yeah. this will be... having will... eye contact with the viewers. Yeah. Very polite, isn't it? Yeah. So please... So anyway, today, our first show, we will talk about some of the watches uh, that were introduced in 2021 that we don't... that we didn't buy. Maybe they were limited. Maybe they were too expensive. Maybe we just didn't do it, but... We woke up in the morning on January 1st and thought, why didn't I buy that? And maybe I should get it this year. Maybe I can't, maybe it's limited. So we actually prepared a list of three wonderful watches introduced in 2021. Mr. Nick Meyer, AKA Bossman, what's your number one? Yeah, but let me first stress that I, it, it was your idea to do this, to do this, this uh, remorse list of 2021. Uh, if you will, uh, yeah, I, cool. my interpretation was a little bit different compared to yours, I, I realized, because okay. I also picked some actual watches that I saw at auction, the uh, pieces, so not novelties uh, per se. I have one novelty, but I have two watches that, that were at auction at the right price at the right time. And that, uh, uh, yeah, if I would have been more lucky, I would have bought uh, or if my wallet was a bit deeper, I yeah. would have bought. So yeah. my list is a bit different compared to yours, but never well, mind. Actually, I had some auction pieces as well, okay. where I thought, you know, I, I was just too cheap. And then that particular timepiece also went extremely cheap. But I chose not to put it on my list because, as you know, we only have 20 minutes. We have 20 minutes and um, I'm gonna share screen and uh, because then it's uh, a bit more easy for us to, to show. And if I open the screen, it will immediately show your first watch, Christian. So okay. please kick off with this one. Well, the whole, I like the, the Bulgari Octo Finissimo. I, I think not only is it a very slender piece, but it's also gorgeous design. And I think the Bulgari, just hits the ball out of the park every single time they introduce a new model. I think the subtleness of this particular uh, three-hander, uh, it's made in titanium, 
is not only a gorgeous watch, it's also so gentle on the wrist. Yeah. Um, and I think one of the cool things is when you have a beautiful watch that you actually forget wearing. Even though this would probably go in the category of being a sports watch, I think it's more of an elegant watch simply because it wears so nice. It's so gentle. Um, yeah, but that, that, that was my first choice of 2021. I believe this one was actually introduced during Watches and Wonders uh, in, uh, in April uh, last year. It's so, you know, everything that comes out of Bulgaria, I think is amazing. And I wore one of those pieces uh, for Geneva Watch Days in September. I remember a very gentle Tourbillon. one with a, that was actually a tourbillon. Yeah. And um, I was wearing a very expensive watch for that week. So that's my first. I know this is not even cheap. Uh, maybe that's one of the reasons why I didn't buy it. Uh, it's a little shy of 15,000 euros, which is a, it's a lot of money for a three-hander. But then again, it's a lot of technology that goes into making such a slender movement as on the Octo Finissimo titanium so that was my number one what is your number one nick excellent choice christian this could have been mine as well because i i remember when you wore that that black tourbillon in in geneva i also had it on my wrist and yeah. even if you have it for an hour or two hours you realize how really cool it is and how really yeah. wearable it is yeah. okay my number one it showed up at an auction uh, um, at sotheby's and it's this one. Ooh, look at that. You love the Uhrwerk, don't you? I think, I think it's no secret that I'm, I'm a big fan of Uhrwerk. I actually own a, a 103 myself, but that's a yeah. different one. This yeah. is the very, very first series of the 103. Very early. Very, very hard to photograph, actually. It's super hard to photograph. It, it dates back to 2003. And when this watch was launched in 2003 at Baselworld, it meant the immediate breakthrough of of um, of Uhrwerk. Yeah. They, they yeah. worked already for six years before launching that watch, but they were very very niche, making uh, very small amounts of, of watches. And this was oh. actually the tipping point. This was the moment when the watch industry realized, oh, this is really something different. And yeah. in in hindsight, this is actually also the kickoff of. Uh, let's say the indie movement as we see now as being creative out of the box watchmakers. Absolutely. Uh, I saw this watch and you can see it sold at Sotheby's um, for 37,800. I was not seriously bidding on this one because this is out of my budget, but I think in general, it is a good price and a good investment because uh, the early Uhrwerks are now really going up in price, uh, yeah. uh, including this one. That is actually a pretty decent price. I don't it, know if this is including uh, the bias premium, but still, it's it's an 18 karat gold watch. That's a lot of gold in this watch. There's a lot of so, gold in this watch. And to be yeah. honest, I think now in the past months, I see them growing on Chrono 24 uh, okay. in price. So I think that if it turns up again at auction, uh, you will not have it for this this price. What, what, no, what no, 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 no. I think I think the the, the rise and the rise of the independent during the uh, worst days of pandemic just emphasized the importance of the smaller independent watch brands, Uovac being one of them, and one of the very first. I think MBNF, Gravel Force, etc., etc. Of course, Gravel Force is, is a very different price range. Yeah. Um, of course, I, I should probably have a balance sheet S uh, on my list, but I don't. 
Okay, let's uh, talking about your list. Let's go to your number two. I will yes, sir. open the tab now. Well, here's the whole thing. You know, I'm I'm a kid of the 70s. Actually, I was born in 1970, and the Primero El Primero from uh, Zenith, as we all know, was introduced in 1969. What I really do like is the the revival models from uh, Zenith, uh, the Chrono Master, the El Primeros, and especially I think the Tricolora, if you like. Uh, the A3817 with the ladder bracelet. Uh, we had it as a loaner for quite a while, I think for a month. Yeah. Um, and I really loved it. This is a boutique version only, uh, but I think that 37 millimeter tonal shape watch is just perfect on the wrist. I know because on Instagram this morning, I was actually asking people, what did you regret you didn't buy in 2021? And, and uh, I showed this picture of, uh, of the Tricolore, uh, which, which actually is, is, uh, looks like a, an original from 1971. And, and one of the, the answers were like, I really love them, but they look too funky on my wrist. And I think that is what I like about the Revival Chrono Master. It's a funky watch. This reminds me of my youth in the 70s. This reminds me of the 2.3 liter six cylinder green Ford Granada that my, my parents were driving in the period. You know, it, it, everything was so cool back then. Uh, you know, we had B&O turntables. And as I recall my youth, there was a lot of guests every day. And I wish that everybody uh, would be wearing a Chronomaster uh, El Primero back then. And I would inherit them by now, but I didn't. So, but my problem is with the, with the Chronomaster, they introduced quite a few actually in, in uh, 2021. Um, and then they disappear. Yeah. So uh, I, I think that that Zenith is doing better uh, than they were five years ago. And I know that they won a GPHD and they, they've received uh, a lot of kudos for what I think looks like a Zenith-powered Rolex Daytona, but that's just me. So that's my number two. I really like it. Beautiful. I remember that handling it, 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 it's not only looking like a 70s watch, it's also handling like a 70s watch. Yes. Having it on your wrist, it really feels like if you have something vintage with, yeah. of course, the advantages of a 21st century watch. Uh, yeah, but also with the proven uh, a wonderful uh, movement, yeah. uh, high frequency, you know, it's, it's, it's really, really uh, an interesting movement. Uh, and when you think of it, that it was introduced in 1969, this is quite something. Yeah. yeah. Okay. My number two, Christian. Uh, I think you will agree with me on this one. Uh, I had it on my list as well, but once I realized you took it, I had to remove mine. Limited to 150 pieces each. Uh, Vacheron Constantin in 2021, they launched the Everest Overseas, the, the limited edition. Uh, as you can see here, both in a chronograph and a dual time. Uh, yeah, I would pick the dual time to be honest. Uh, I don't know why. I think it's it's an it's an it's an odd watch, but it's also, yeah, it 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 looks so good. It really is. I'm I'm a fan of the overseas, like many people, and and, and the, the the audience for the overseas kept keeps on growing. But I think for Vacheron to have a watch like this with the beautiful strap with the dial configuration, it's it's. It brings the, the, the overseas to another league, more, yeah, more trendy, more uh, uh, accurate to, uh, to 2021. It is really, really 
a cool piece. And um, I assume I'm, I don't have information if they sold out, but I think that's uh, that's not a, a difficult question because the jewel time is out. I mean, that was sold within two shakes of a lamp's tail. Exactly. That, that, that was gone like that. I yeah. think my problem with the chronograph is I prefer uh, with the overseas two. They put a somewhat uh, big date uh, beneath twelve. That was uh, that was a Frédéric Piguet uh, movement inside. Yeah. And I think the harmony of the former chronograph uh, dial layout is, is, is I, I prefer that. So as uh, with your choice, I would definitely go for the dual time. Also, um, it, I, I like the oddity of the dual time. I like that, that things doesn't always line up. Um, so I really, really like it. I think they did really, well, with the strap, of course, it's 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 uh, inspired by the watch worn by Corey Richards, a cool kid, a National Geographic photographer, a guy that lives in the mountains, and this seriously put the overseas on the the map as a sports watch. And um, this is a great response from Bacheron to uh, AP and Patek uh, to come up with a serious sports watch. I really like it. I'm now I'm now studying actually I'm looking at both watches mm -hmm. and if you look at the dual time and you look at the uh, the disc for the date the date disc at six mm -hmm. and the typography there it's it's completely different that from the chronograph you think yeah from the chronograph yeah. and from so so it's funny it, it it reminds me a bit of Patek to be honest the the, the typography on the on the dates uh, on, on the dual time but as you mentioned, well, I, I think what, what, what they have done here in order to make it uh, uh, like a, a really nice dial layer, I think they condensed the typography, uh, the numbers, the numerals in order to make them more legible. Yeah. Um, and also to make room for the date. Otherwise, they had to, to make everything a lot bigger, a lot thicker. Uh, so they condensed everything. And I think it creates a very harmonious uh, uh, dial layout. I like it a lot. And also, of course, I like titanium. I think titanium was also the material of the 2021st uh, year. Yeah, true, true that. Let's move quickly to your number three, because we ah. also have to discuss our own chronograph. Uh, yes, of course. No, that, that's the whole oddity. As you know, I bought myself uh, two really nice tutors uh, a month ago when I was in Paris. I bought the uh, Pelagos uh, FXD. Uh, which is a great watch. Uh, and I also bought the boutique version uh, Bronze 58. Really cool watches. And what I do appreciate about the FXD especially is the oddity. And I think the Black Bay P01 is an odd watch, but the engineership behind it where you open the clasp in order to move uh, the bezel around is brilliant. The strap is really nice. Um, but uh, if I got it, I was inspired by a, a good friend of, of the show as well. You know, he took everything apart. He teabagged the dial, you know, he scratched the bezel. He put on a really what looked like a worn uh, nylon NATO strap and made it look like an old prototype from the 60s uh, when it was made for the Royal Navy. No, sorry. Was it? No, it's not the Royal Navy. It was made for the American Navy. Sorry, the U U.S. Navy. This actually won the GPHG, I think, in 19. Yeah. And I didn't try it on until the Dubai Watch Week. And it just, 
it fitted my wrist oddly well. And I think that that Tudor are the balls of the Rolex family. Um, and I really do enjoy what they're doing. Of course, you get a really decent watch uh, at a very decent price. It's, it's uh, here in Denmark, a little shy of 4,000 euros. It's a cool watch. And they just sit in the window at every Tudor retailer around the world. And I think that 2022 is the year when I will buy a Black Bay P01 and do my old, you know, Bobby Zabi and maybe overdo it a bit and make it look uh, as a crazy vintage watch as well. Perfect. Good choice. My, my number three is, is the oddest choice that you can have. It's in a completely different price range and it's a watch I'm not sure many people know, but it's this one. Dude, what happened? <laughs> This is uh, uh, Cedric Joner Abyss. Um, Cedric Joner, he's a friend of mine. I I'm, I'm, I'm really, really like his work. He was one of the pioneers in independent watchmaking. Way wow. before Max Busser, way before Uhrwerk. Already yeah. in the 90s, he was one of the guys who uh, uh, produced in very limited editions his own pieces. And the, the, the case is uh, quite complex. It fits really well on the wrist. And this year, or nay, last year, 2021, was also the 30th anniversary of Cedric Joner as an independent watchmaker. And he celebrated with a limited run of 30 pieces of the Abyss Chronograph, a beautiful watch. Yeah. But this one came up at auction at Bukowski's. You, you, you know it. It's, uh, yeah, it's the Swedish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're not known for their expertise in horology, but every now and then they run, they run limited pieces. And this one was actually uh, uh, starting at uh, 1,500 euros. And it went for, I, I believe, 2,500 euros. So for a, wow. for a, 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 a neo-vintage independent watchmaking brand, I think you can count the number of these watches that are made on, on two hands, maybe. Maybe that he made 10 or 12 in this exact dial configuration. That is I think interesting. It, I had no idea. Yeah, and it's it's he is actually quite quite accomplished. He was allowed in the nineties already to use um, uh, a Chopin movement, the Luke movement, uh, uh, for his uh, for one of his pieces. Not for this one, by the way. But uh, I think that uh, yeah, uh, uh, you know how I love independent watchmaking, yes, being close to the watchmaker. Yeah. I think this is a snap in terms of. Uh, um, uh, value for money if you are looking into into vintage uh, independent watchmaking you can yeah. this one but what are you wearing yourself today i'm wearing nothing to be honest i have to uh, um, i'm sorry I'm, <laughs> i put my watch on the wall here <laughs> yes you did. that's your father-in-law who did that did that wonderful painting isn't it Yes, he's actually painting. Uh, uh, he painted some of my Tapex as well, and he is. And, and this one is, uh, um, yeah, he, he uh, he's quite uh, talented. Very cool. Very cool. Okay. So anyway, but we are also getting very awfully close to the daily watch we created for daily watch. Where yes. are we right now? Yes, we right are. Now, actually, if you go to my profile, you can sign up to get more info when we launch. Uh, uh, when we launched the daily watch for daily watch, of course, it's a chronograph. I think we already emphasized that uh, it's Swiss made. Uh, it's Swiss made. 
I think I think let's 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 add some extra information for our listeners. Yeah. It it yes. will be a flyback chronograph. Yes, it will, and it will feature a rubber strap. A rubber strap. It is. We want a, to create a watch that you can wear at any occasion. So yeah. a daily watch is a daily watch. You can wear it any any occasion. Yeah. It also has a nice water resistance. You know, it has a very 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 decent precision. It's just a pure. Hardcore, wonderful, gorgeous, subtle flyback chronograph Swiss made. And it is uh, affordable, relatively affordable. It's not, it's when not. When you consider the movement and the maker, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's Absolutely. also uh, looking into alternatives in, in, in a very overheated market that we mm -hmm. have right now in terms of demand and supply, in terms yep. of wait li waiting lists. Mm -hmm. I think this is a serious opportunity if you want to something rare, because mm -hmm. there will only be 25 pieces, right? So it is rare. And yep. uh, yeah, in terms of timing, you, you, you noticed the, the, uh, the message on, on, uh, on Christian's uh, uh, Instagram uh, stories. Yep. And if yeah. you haven't have done it, check it. I will post it myself as well. And we're going to do some buzz on Daily Watch in the next few days. Yeah. And next week, we will, we will give some picture to the story. Next week, yes. we're going to reveal. We will travel to Switzerland next week. I know it's an odd time to travel, but this is super important. And we've been working on this for about a year now. Yes, absolutely. So I'm actually... I'm, actually I haven't... No, I'm surprised. How long it takes to produce dials? Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, it's 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 nice to know the the production phase in in uh, in producing a beautiful Swiss uh, watchmaking and uh, no a Swiss uh, watch. But also, of course, we've been affected by COVID. We've been affected by uh, manufacturers not having full staff full time. Uh, I know that some manufacturers they only work three days a week. So it's it's definitely also been postponed uh, by the, the 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 pandemic situation as it is. Yeah. So actually, um, a shout out to all our viewers and listeners. Uh, um, um, if you are interested, uh, next week we're going to reveal more. But yep. please uh, follow us on Instagram. Send yep. us a DM. Put, yep. put it in the comments under our YouTube video. Everything yep. works, and then uh, we'll get you. We'll get you on the list uh, because again, there are only twenty-five, so it's not. It's, it's twenty-five not, pieces only. That's yeah. it. Yeah. So it's going to be exciting. I don't know. <laughs> it is. It is a first, and uh, it's um, and it's exciting. Let's let's it's, wait it's, for it, and and we promise you, it's something that we would wear ourselves and we're, yes. we'll wear ourselves and we hope you like it and uh, feel free to uh, to sign up next week absolutely so that was it happy new year everyone uh really good to be back uh we hope that next week actually next week we will be in switzerland um but we will prepare a nice uh podcast for you as per usual uh we're gonna uh, publish it on monday as we usually do hope you like the show uh, keep on watching, keep on subscribing if you didn't do that already. Please do. And uh, see you around next week. Thank okay, bye-bye. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.